Now, Ryan Coogler uh, directed one of the most important and impactful films of the year, Black Panther, the latest in the Marvel Comics universe and almost, for want of a less cheesy way of defining it, uh, a black people version of Wonder Woman was for women, I guess. Um, And a lot of noise has been made about this film. Uh, It stars... Chadwick Boseman is a, a character who lives in a country called Wakanda, which is set in, in, in a, a, a made-up country in Africa. Um, and it's basically a, a nation that had developed incredible technology. But interestingly, um, it had decided to remove itself from the world and to, to not... It was the site of a meteor landing thousands of years before and it had given them adamantium, this amazing metal and... They decided that it was safer for the world for them not to give this stuff to, to outside parties. So they'd been a quiet guiding hand on the world whilst living beneath this sort of um, shielded jungle, which has like a big dome over it that no one can really see. And people know of them. Um, and uh, the head of Wakanda, the king, actually turned up in, I think, the last Captain America movie, Civil War. And was killed in a terrorist attack. And so this, um, the character played by Chadwick Boseman is the son. He's a prince and uh, he's next in line to the throne. And there's basically this kingdom with five different sort of main groups in it. And they're all slight rivals, but an amalgamate, a, 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 a confederacy. And they all vote on things and so on. Obviously not the leader. Um, and there's a long, there's a big warrior tradition with them all, and and he has to return to Wakanda to, to take over as as king uh, and leader of the country. And so he does. He he goes back. He's challenged by uh, some of the other people involved, and um, along the way, it becomes apparent that a character played by um, Andy Serkis. Uh, he's stolen some of this adamantium uh, years ago, and. Um, it's been sold on the black market, and it actually crops up in a few of the Avenger movies. The character of Black Panther hadn't at that stage been very heavily focused on in any of the other movies, but he had shown up in uh, Captain America Civil War. Um, so he also has this uh, notion of going and capturing this product back because it's so valuable and so dangerous for the wrong hands to get on it and so on. So he does, he goes and brings Anthony Sir, uh, Andy Serkis' character, who's an arms dealer, who's appeared in a few of the Marvel films. Great characterization. Um, he brings him back. But along the way, interestingly, some of the people from Wakanda don't agree. They look at black people in places like L.A. and Detroit and so on, and, and around the world where they're impoverished, downtrodden, subject to violence, living in ghettos and so on. And they're like, we're the richest nation in the world. We should be helping these people, uh, which is an interesting premise, I think. And and one of those characters is the brother of the king that died. And his son, who's played by Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, uh, an actor, not a basketball player, he has to watch his father die and be abandoned by Wakanda and grows up to become this special forces operative with this very, very deep-seated hatred of what Wakanda's done and what the royal family in Wakanda have done to him and what he perceives as a people. So the movie is basically from that point on is a, is a setup 
for Michael B. Jordan to arrive in Wakanda, who does himself have royal blood that could have got him on the throne himself. But as a very powerful, physically very powerful man uh, and somebody that um, wants to take control of Wakanda, not just for himself, but one, payback for how he's been treated and his people have been treated, and two, to take over the world. And what he sees is from a, a benevolent perspective as well. He feels like they should be helping black people around the world and not just ignoring them and hiding away in luxury in the jungle. And uh, that's, yeah, I'd be giving away if I went any further into it. But you can probably guess the sort of tangents the plot goes on. There's also a lot of side characters. There's the women's guard. Um, a lot of the, the main uh, security forces there are this all-female uh, African women's sort of... They look like Maasai tribes people, but they're, they're much more advanced technologically and so on. He's got a sister played by... Letitia Wright, who's supposed to be uh, the equivalent of Tony Stark's character, like this very young but precocious genius and weapons builder and so on. Um, and I think you can... It's, it's more of a straightforward plot, certainly, than Infinity War, which was just insanity. Um, it is pretty straightforward on those. The main characters are probably um, the Black Panther character, who gets his power given to him from sort of like these plants that grow off of the meteor. He does have superhuman powers, and he's the only one that does. Um, and, and Andy Serkis, and also Mar uh, Martin Freeman turns up again. There's a great scene in this where Martin Freeman, who's a CIA operative, uh, and he's one of the few Westerners to have ever been actually into Wakanda, though he, kn he knows who they are. Um, and he sort of becomes an accomplice as well. Uh, and it's a battle between the, the Black Panther character and then this new character, Michael B. Jordan, uh, who comes into the fray and is very powerful. And, and this Andy Serkis is trying to play the angles and so on. Uh, and there's a great scene with Martin Freeman kind of interrogating uh, Andy Serkis. And someone posted a picture underneath of it of, uh, of Bilbo with um, uh, Gollum from Lord of the Rings. It's like, oh, yeah, that's the same actors. Which is quite cool, I thought. I thought that was really good. Now, what did I think of it? It's got 97% on aggregate site Rotten Tomatoes. That makes it the highest rating, critically, superhero movie of all time. Um, at least in the modern era. I don't know if something like the original Superman's got higher, but it means it's better than The Dark Knight by Christopher Nolan. It's better than the... A lot of the other Marvel film, well, any other Marvel film, it's the highest rated critically. Critics have gone absolutely out of their tree. It became very culturally important to black people in America. Um, what did I think of it? It's just a little bit overrated, actually. I don't quite understand the stellar praise it's got. Um, the things that I really did like about it, most of these Marvel DC films, they start halfway through because you know so many of the characters already. There's 10 plot points from 10 other movies that are all ongoing throughout the films. So it's always good, like it was with Wonder Woman to ha and Guardians of the Galaxy, to have a completely fresh palette. And the other thing I like about it is um, the African setting was, a, it was original for the franchises as well. That was a lushly beautiful, thankfully daylight Brilliant blue skies, and, and they looked great. And the, and the virtually entirely black cast was a massive deal. Um, but there are, I think, a lot of flaws in this film. And and, and at least it, it, it's certainly not a near 10 out of 10 movie. It just isn't. 
I thought up until the halfway stage, it was a bit of a mess, really. It's it's very solid, but it was slightly messy. I thought it got a lot better sort of after the halfway stage when Michael B. Jordan's character came in and, and, and the really good linear, small but linear story took over. The story itself was actually quite good. Um, but I thought for a film with so much riding on it, it, it felt quite low stakes. It felt quite inconsequential. I thought like Chadwick Boseman's character, nothing ever really seemed to matter that much. I thought the two characters that really were the only times I felt danger, like things actually matter, were Andy Serkis's character, who's very, very good in this film, and Michael B. Jordan as the counterpoint to the Black Panther character, who is excellent. And his indignation and his, his rage, not just anger, absolute rage, and physicality and everything really lifted the movie for me and made it feel like something's happening that's, that's really worthwhile. But there are lots of the sides that don't work as well. I mean, uh, Letitia Wright's got some praise for her performance as a sister. I thought it was Rihanna because it, it, it felt like somebody that wasn't actually an actress doing the role. And the idea of this like, very young kid didn't convince me for one single second that she was the equivalent of Tony Stark. Um, it just beggared belief that she was this the world's greatest genius it just didn't fit and a lot of the passing the cast has got praise but i don't know why because they're quite average it's got some good people in there like angela bassett's always good forrest whitaker can be up and down for me but he's good in this one and um lupita nyongo who i didn't think deserved to win an oscar for 12 years a slave either um she's she's beautiful but she and radiant as well but I don't know if the characters are that well drawn. It's a bit of goofiness to it. And it does, like the whole, this sort of whole setup and everything is a little bit comic book. And that might sound ridiculous because it's from comics, but it had a sort of light comic book feel, which Wonder Woman did. But Wonder Woman got quite moving and quite dark. Like the whole World War I trench sequences and all of that were actually quite almost upsetting. And that never happens here. It's, it's as like I said, it's a very low stakes feeling film. So I, I think the idea that this is the best is no way that it's as good as the first Iron Man film, the first Avengers film, Captain America: Winter Soldier. No way near as good as those films. It's not as good as Wonder Woman. I didn't think overall. I think it's just below that. Uh, it's not as good as Guardians of the Galaxy. So where are they getting this insane prize from? The cast isn't that great. I didn't think the lead character was that great. And it's kind of left to a couple of the bit part players to nail down a bit of gravity. But again, it's... I felt a little bit silliness about it. So anyway, I, 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 it's totally solid, enjoyable entertainment. It benefits from not having 67 million plot lines like Infinity War. But Infinity War was a better film. And also the cast in Infinity War were great. They were all really, really good. And here I, I got a vibe. I'm really sorry to say this for fans of Black Panther. I got a vibe that was closer to coming to America. Honestly, watching it. So anyway, uh, Black Panther is certainly not bad. It isn't brilliant. It's a 7.5 out of 10 for Black Panther to me, which is a bit lower than 97 
on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Anyway, that's uh, 7.5 out of 10 for Black Panther. And Snail Mail, that's a, a brand new album, debut album, uh, from a performer called...